All right, typically on these episodes and on this podcast, I usually talk a lot of strategy. I'm uh, usually sharing and just teaching and talking a lot about um, sales strategy, organic strategy, lead generation, marketing, just getting clients, making money. And today what I wanted to do is, and what I felt called to really talk about I wanted to share a few of the sales mindset hacks um, that have helped me. Okay, so for those of you who may be newer to this space and newer to me, um, hello, it's really good to have you here. Um, you might not be familiar with my story as much as those who have been around for a little while and I've shared over you know, the last couple of decades I'll, pretty much everything about my past and my story how I got started as an entrepreneur and how I got where I am today and why and what that looked like. But in a short version, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time here, um, I really think it is important, especially just in the space that we are in today with just so many people, no barriers to, no, there's no barrier to entry, right? And so I think it is more important today than ever before for us to, as leaders and as um, service providers, uh, to, um, you know, be sharing uh, a little bit more about the good, bad, the ugly, right? Like, I think sharing a little bit of, um, you know, maybe not the such pretty stuff. And in a sense of, um, you know, business is not always easy and it's not always unicorns. It's not always gorgeous and beautiful and butterflies and it's not always just awesome. And I think that the misconception for a lot of new people coming into this space, um, I think the misconception is that there's this idea that you can achieve success overnight, that you can come into this online space And you could tell people that you help them do ABC and you can close millions and millions of dollars in that you don't need to do anything hard or uncomfortable or scary. You don't need to invest. You don't need mentorship. You don't need to do, you know, this, that, and the other. And for me, I call bluff on all that shit. Like anyone telling you that, I would love for you to rewind their time in this space and go look at how they started and what they went through to get where they are. Um, Because there isn't anyone who is successful um, in any business and has not gone through ebbs and flows, hardships, um, you know, some ups and downs, definitely some challenges and some obstacles um, and sacrifices. There's nobody that's done it. Um, It's not even a thing. And so part of my personality is I'm very candor. Uh, I'll tell you everything. I'm an open book. In fact, I'm going to write a book one day. It's a goal of mine. Uh, I'm an open book. I'm going to tell you flat out, straight out, just like it is. Um, If if you hear me say something, you you can trust that what I am saying is my truth. You can trust that what I am saying is my experience. And you can trust what I'm saying is factual. It's not just made up stuff. Um, and it's not going to be always beautiful. And so I wanted and I thought today would be just a good opportunity to share some of the mindset hacks that, you know, got me off food stamps as, you know, a single mother. Um, I came from eight foster homes that were extremely abusive. Um, I have experienced any 
type of abuse, physical, mental, emotional, that you can ever imagine uh, one human ever encountered in their entire life before I turned eight years old. Um, there's not really anything that hasn't happened or that I haven't gone through for the most part, um, in terms of neglect, abuse, um, you know, just forms of trauma and suffering. And, you know, when I had my first son, I was living in government housing. I was collecting $363 a month in food stamps. Um, and you know, I was, I was pretty much at my lowest. I mean, there wasn't too much further down I could have gone. Um, but I had a lot of gratitude. I had a lot of gratitude for the support and for a roof over our head. And although we did not have food on the table every night, we did have food sometimes. Um, although I wasn't able to pay for diapers for my son, I did have people around me that from time to time, they were able to scrounge up the money and, and try to help me get diapers. Um, you know, I was grateful that I did have a bed to sleep in. It wasn't new. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't gorgeous. It was used. Um, but it was a bed to sleep in. So, you know, um, I, 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 that's where I come from in a short story, right? Um, I share my story everywhere. So if you're in my space, you'll, you'll hear it, uh, you'll learn it, but I, I share it because I'm so grateful for that experience. Um, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am today. Um, and I don't want to know who I'd be without those experiences. So I'm very grateful for all of them, although they were not easy. And although they were definitely not even legal in many cases, um, and they weren't uh, ideal and they didn't feel good and they weren't great experiences. They're not positive experiences. I'm very grateful for them and I wouldn't change anything. And I really have that mindset in my business as well. I, it's, you know you just go through things. <laughs> like, it's just, this is life. Life is happening to everybody. It looks different for everybody. It feels different for everybody. We respond differently, but everyone has gone through it. Like we can literally, you know, connect with anyone on this entire globe and we are all going through the same thing, life. And it just is a little bit different for everybody, but um, you're not going to stop it. You're not going to stall it. And you're, you you can't pass by it. So w what are you going to do, right? You're going to go through these life experiences and you're going to make decisions and you're going to choose because you have a choice how you're going to respond. And so, you know, I could have responded to my past as a, a form of being a victim um, I could respond to it in a negative way. I could be doing some of the things that were done to me, right? I could be doing drugs. I could be hurting people. I could be a terrible mother. Um, I could be, you know, strung out somewhere on the side of the street. I could be selling myself. I could be, you know, um, having babies left and right with different people and like not taking care of them and throwing them around and abusing them. And, um, I could not, care about other people like there's I the list could go on and on to what I could have chose to do um you know and I could have chose to use that past as an excuse to suffer for the rest of my life and to not grow and to not change and to not improve my life and to not uh take risks and get uncomfortable and do some scary things some big bold things right I could have used my rape and my molestation and my abuse and my trauma 
for all of those excuses and done nothing with my life and blamed all of it on that. I could have chose to do that. And there was a short time, a very short time in my life um, that I did do that, right? That I did say, well, I'm in this situation because of so-and-so, or this is how I feel about this because of this person or this experience or because of what I went through. I'm, that's why I'm in this situation and I don't have a better life, right? Like I could have done those things and I did some of that for a short time, but that did not work for me because I didn't like how it felt and I, it didn't serve me. Like at the end of the day, I was the person suffering and the, the people who did those things to me were living their life. They had moved on. They were doing them. They were do living life. And I was sacrificing my dreams and my goals and my self-respect and my confidence, my ability to do anything with my life, right? Like I was the one suffering. So I didn't want to do that. So one of the things, the reason I share this is because I want you to know I don't come from anything special. I'm not one of those people by far. Uh, even to this day, my entire family is completely poverty, um, super negative, really bad mindsets, really selfish people. And I, I hate to say that, but I've distanced myself many, many years ago from most of them. And this is just why it does. It does not serve me and it does not feel good for me. They're not supportive and they're really, really bad energy. Was it easy to do that? To disown family? No, of course not. Especially my childhood of being bounced and thrown around and never accepted. The last thing you want to do is finally be adopted by a family and disown them, right? But I had to do what was best for me so I could do what was best for me and my kids, right? My family. So I don't come from anything special. I do not come from money. I do not come from any education. In fact, my family pulled me out of school when I was in eighth grade. And they sent me from Maine to Florida to take care of my brother's children because his wife left him with the kids. And if I didn't go do that, he would lose his business. So my education took a back seat. It wasn't important to my family. And they sent me off to go babysit and clean house for the next two years. And then by the time I came back, you know, um, I was, I was 17. I mean, I, I didn't know what to do with my life. I came back and was raising a, a, a one-year-old for the next year. Um, and, and, and then from there, you know, I, I ended up moving out and had my first child as a single mother and living on government housing and food stamps, right? So I don't come from education. I don't come from money. Um, I don't come from love. I don't come from support, encouragement. I don't come from any of the good things. So I'm self-made here. I'm self-made. Um, you know, I'm one of the very few people in my family who even work, let alone have accomplished what I have. So, um, you know, I didn't get here overnight. I didn't get here by sitting in government housing, crying about my situation, and making excuses and blaming people and not doing the work, right? And something I always tell myself and something that I always tell my students when things get tough and you say that you want something, but like you don't wanna do the work, I need everybody to understand how that is such a big insult to the people who have worked their 
asses off to get where they are today. It is an insult for anybody to think that they can surpass what someone else has had, what everyone else has had to go through, that we are some kind of exception to the rule of hard work and success, or that you think you can cut a corner and it can be easier than it is for everybody else for you just because you want it to be, right? Like, and you may not have that mentality. I did for a little while. Like I wanted what everybody had around me and I wanted it fast. I wanted it overnight. I wanted it fast and I didn't want to have to do very much to get it. And it was a very naive, selfish attitude and it never got me the result. So a lot of that mindset and a lot of, you know, my experiences um, really had me in a place of like, this does not serve me, right? So one of the, the mindset practices that I'm always kind of going back to is, is just asking, like, how does this feel? I don't worry so much. I don't worry as much today, I guess, as, as in like, as I used to about how am I going to get where I'm trying to go? I truly believe that when I know what I want, and I really, really want it, and it feels really, really, really good and exciting, and it feels right, and then I just show up. I know that the, the hows will show up for me. The hows will already be there because they're in front of you now. All of the how to get what you want is in front of you now. The problem is you're getting in your head and you are giving up and you are not focusing. You are making excuses or you're blaming or you're avoiding the work. And so you don't see what's in front of you. And that makes business feel really hard. And so one of the things is to do those check-ins. And I do this all the time. Like if it doesn't feel good for me, I'm not doing it. And that does not mean if hard work doesn't feel good, then you're not going to work and you're still going to accomplish things. What that means is find another way. You better find another way because one way or another, you have to do the work. You've got to put in the work. This isn't all like, I'm just going to dream it and vision it and journal on it and meditate on it and yoga myself to death and like light a candle and plan and plan and plan and plan on every piece of paper, colored paper, whiteboard I can think of. And I'm going to buy every single planner out there. And one of those planners is going to just magically make me money. This is about getting clear on what you want, why you want it, and what are you willing to do to get it? And then you've got to do the work. And if something doesn't feel good, does it not feel good because it's just scary and uncomfortable and new and you're not 100% sure how to do it? Or does it not feel good because it doesn't align with you because it is not in alignment with who you are and your values? You've got to do emotional check-ins so you can course correct. You don't always need people's permission and outside advice on what you need to do. Sometimes it's a shut, shut up and listen. It's, it's kind of like, just shut up and listen to yourself. Like you are your guidance, you know, you have to have a little bit of faith in yourself that, that you have the ability to accomplish what you want and that you can make decisions. You're a grown ass adult. You can make decisions and they can be good. They can be bad. They can work out and they can totally flop, but they're your decisions and they're not wrong. You'll figure it out. 
And I think that's really, I spent probably five years in my business falling flat on my face um, before, you know, I started really realizing like, okay, you know, I, I just need to listen. I just need to listen. And it does come with a new habit of trusting yourself and having some faith in yourself. Um, and I think that that's really important. So, you know, doing those check-ins on how you feel um, so you can help guide yourself, right? You don't want to be so dependent on everybody else for like how to do something. You've got to search within. You've got to get quiet. You've got to get quiet every day. At some point in your day, you've got, it's got to be a shut up. I need a minute. And it's got to be silence. And you need to just listen. There's nothing you need to sit and say, I need to listen for this or for that. Or what, what am I listening for? You're just listening. Just shut up. And when you listen, what you need to hear will show up. You don't have to try to put all these rules around it. Um, so that's one important thing that I had to start doing because I had to build that. I had to build some kind of faith in myself. Like I had to believe that I'm not an a moron, right? Like I'm smart. I can figure this out. I'm not dumb. Like I've got something up there, right? Like, let me, let me prove it to myself. The other thing is, you know, when it comes to running your business, you, you really need to just understand what sales is. You, and the reason this is so important is because when you are running a business and you're marketing and you're pitching and you're promoting and you're coming up with all these wonderful ideas and you're selling them and you're hearing crickets and nobody's buying the damn thing. At some point, you have to get to a place where you realize that you don't know what you don't know. And at some point, you're going to get to the breaking point where you understand that what you're doing isn't working because you don't know what you don't know and that you're going to have to go seek someone smarter than you. You're going to have to go find someone who knows the things really well that you just don't know in order to get over that hump and get to the other side, right? There's nothing wrong with getting support and getting help. Um, but here's the thing. I find that most entrepreneurs, they, they're so like, they have so much pride that they don't want to admit that they don't know what they're doing or that they don't know how to solve a problem that they have are experiencing. And they tell themselves, I can just keep doing it. I'll figure it out. Eventually, something's going to work. One of these times, it's going to happen. Someone must have a secret answer. I'm just going to keep looking, right? And I think that this is why a lot of people get so tripped up about business. And they're like, I am not, you know, if you're someone listening to this, and you're like, you know, I, I want more clients, and I want to make more money. I'm going to tell you right now that it's never been easier. It's never been fucking easier than what it is right now here today. It has never been easier. The problem is that you complicate it because you self-sabotage and because we don't want to admit we don't know how to solve our problem. We might not even know what the problem is, uh, but we don't know how to solve it. If we did, we wouldn't have the problem. If we knew what to do to solve our problem, then we wouldn't have the problem. We certainly would not have it for weeks, months, and years, right? And so when you're, when you're thinking about sales, you have to understand what it is. It is not about you. 
It is not about you. It's not about your offer. It's not about your awesomeness. It's not about your education. It's not about your experience. It's nothing to do with you. Sales is simply finding and solving problems for people who have a problem and want it solved. It is nothing more and it is nothing less than that. That is it. That sums up sales. If I wrote a book, I could say that and that is it. I could be a one-page book. Sales is finding and solving problems for people who have the problem and they want it solved. When you get attached and you start making it all about you and you start to try to force people or get people or convince them or course them to do what you want them to do, I want you to recognize immediately that you are doing sales wrong. I want you to recognize right away that is not how you do sales. No one wants to be forced or coerced or convinced or backed into a corner to do anything. We are independent adults who make our own decisions. We do what we want when we want. And we don't want anyone trying to take that control away from us. Nobody wants to be sold to. It feels disgusting, it's nasty, and it's not how things work today. And when you're someone who's running a business and you're going around on social media on any place you can possibly go to, and it's a pitch fest, you're just constantly talking about you. You're talking about your program, your offer, your goals, your success, you, 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 you. You're, you're falling on deaf ears because no one cares, right? Like, I don't care about the people that I've invested in. I never, ever made the investment because I did it to help them. I never made the investment because they had good copy. I never made the investment because their sales page was pretty. I never made the investment because they were all over every platform, I never made the investment because they got me to do it. I made the investment because after seeing enough of their stuff I, and connecting with them enough, I felt like, I felt like they were the person who could solve the problem that I have been trying to solve and couldn't. And that is the only, only reason I make any investments. And that is the only way in which I make investments. I don't make investments for any other reason than that. I don't invest so I can copy somebody. I don't invest so I can turn around and create a program just like yours. I don't invest so that I can see what's going on behind the scenes that maybe I don't, I'm not aware of and it's some secret sauce. I don't invest because I like people. I don't invest because their stuff is good. I simply am doing it for my own selfish reasons. I'm investing because I truly believe that you or that person can solve the problem that I am currently experiencing that I've tried to solve on my own and I can't. And when you understand that that is how sales works, sales become easy, business becomes easy, and you, you allow yourself to get out of your head a little bit and get into like your heart a little bit. You become a problem finder, a solution solver, like a problem solver right? You start going out solving problems instead of trying to sell to people. Which one feels better to you? Do you want to show up every day and sell to people or you want to show up every day and solve problems for people? It's a choice. 
and I chose a long time ago, probably over a decade uh, ago, that I will no longer do sales that way. I won't teach them that way, and I'm not going to do them that way. For me, I don't have zero attachment to anybody else's decision. I don't care what anybody thinks about anything that I do. I don't care if people think my prices are too high, too low. I don't care if they think I should be doing this instead of that. I don't care if they like me or they don't or whatever it is. I don't care if they give me an objection or they don't give me an objection. I don't care if they pay in full or they pay every week. I don't care. It is none of my business and I give it zero energy. I truly do not care. Because my goal is not selling people. I'm not trying to just fill up my bank account and screw everybody else. I'm trying to solve problems. I literally want to make a difference and I want to have an impact. And I want to get paid a lot of money to solve problems. It is okay to want to make a lot of money. It's a business. You have to make money. But you have to understand there's another layer. It's not just about you filling up your your wallet or your bank or you generating sales and you reaching your goals and you selling out your stuff. Sales is not about you. No one's buying you. They don't care about you. They are solving their problem and they're looking for who can do that. When you go to a car dealership, are you in love and infatuated with the, the the dealership guys? Or are you there for yourself? You're looking for the car you want. Or can they convince you to buy any car they want you to buy? I'm going to tell you right now, I bought a lot of brand new cars straight off the lot. And not one single time was it a vehicle that I didn't choose myself. And I don't think I bought a new vehicle one time where the dealership guy didn't try to get me into something else. And it didn't happen. Because it's not about him. He's not the one driving this car. He's not paying for this car. It's not his family that's going to be in this vehicle. It's mine. It's my car. I'm driving it. I'm paying for it. And it's my family that's in it. You better believe I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to pick what I want. And business is the same thing. We choose who we want to work with. That's our choice. And there's a lot of choices today. So people don't have to invest in you. They don't need to work with you. They don't have to buy your thing. There's 5 million other people doing what you're doing. We have to understand that it is simply, we are building relationships with people who are going to see us as trusted advisors, not threats. And they're going to see us as the person who can solve their problem. And when you understand that that's all people are looking for, and that's what gets people to buy, you're going to change the way that you think, do, and be sales. But until you get to that point and you stop the rat race of strategy chasing and tactic seeking and where's the secret sauce someone's hiding from me and changing it up every day and one week you're in and the next month you're out because you had a bad day and you're stressed. When you understand that the sales and business is about building relationships and being consistent in solving problems. And, and running your business like a business, your mindset changes. You have to understand sales. If, if most of what you're doing is investing time, money, and energy in planners and mindset stuff, and like, which is good. Mindset stuff is good. Um, if you're just investing in like copycat courses that you can just go copy later or you're chasing down like a, th- a trend or something you think is good the best, next best thing, you know, because so-and-so did it really successfully. 
And if all you're doing is just investing in marketing and strategy and, and courses and stuff like that, uh, and you're not investing in sales, well, how do you think strategy works? How do you think, how do you think a strategy works for somebody? I'm going to tell you. They know how to fucking sell it. I don't care how much you learn. I don't care how much you educate yourself. I don't care what your degree is. I don't come from any degree. I made plenty of money, though. I solve a lot of problems. I'm very successful in everything I do. And there's that there's a reason. Because sales is not a strategy. It's a skill set. And I dominate that skill set. I spent the past two decades studying, implementing, practicing, failing, and really winning at sales. My skill set around sales is unlike anybody else's. I can, I can run with the top dogs as far as sales go, if not better. No doubt about it. But I didn't get there because I wanted to. I, didn't, I wasn't born with that. I, I, I had to learn those skills. I had to cultivate those skills. I had to train for those skills. I had to train every day. You know how many sales calls I went through and heard no and I heard objections before I heard one yes? Hundreds. No doubt about it. Hundreds. It, it's, a, it's a thing, but it's a skill set. You have to get out there and you have to actually do the work. But what most entrepreneurs do is they want that instant gratification. They want it overnight. They want it fast. And they don't want to have to do the work. So if they try something and it doesn't work, well, I'm, an, I'm on to the next. And you find yourself three years later down the road, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And your bank account is broke. You're still not making money. You're still not getting clients consistently. You still haven't figured out the game of business. And that is because you're putting zero time, money, and energy on building a sales skill set. And that is the foundation and a requirement in business. You can pick and choose your strategies. You don't need to do them all. You can pick and choose your strategies. You can pick and choose your schedule. You can pick and choose your clients. You don't get to choose whether you know how to sell or not. That is not an option. You either learn how to be a really good salesperson and you understand what sales is, or you're just not going to be very good at selling. And a business that isn't good at selling doesn't stay profitable and they don't stay in business long. So if you are operating a business, I'm going to really highly suggest that if you are not seeing the amount of clients that you want consistently, and you are not generating the amount of money that you want consistently, easily, in a, in a system format, meaning repeatable, rinse, repeat, you know exactly how to do it every single day over and over and over, then you have not put enough time, money, and energy on building a strong sales skill set. You spent more time chasing strategies, taking courses on courses on, on how to be a course creator and, cor- you know, sh- sign up for my sexy new thing that just broke the internet and, and, and I figured it out. I cracked the code. No fucking buddies cracking no codes, guys. This is very simple. Business is very simple. It's hard, but it is not complicated. You need to know how to sell because selling is effective communication. You are solving problems for people who have a problem and want it solved. And then you know how to effectively communicate your solution. That is sales. And way too many business owners do not do this well. I almost dare say they suck at this, at communicating effectively and selling because they not to any fault other than that they just don't invest in that. 
no time, no money, no energy, no training. They just launch a business and think that it's about create an offer and market it all over social media. That's a business. Oh my gosh, that could not be farther from the truth. And if you're someone listening to this, you're in a situation where you are not generating the, the amount of clients and the amount of money that you want consistently, or this podcast would not interest you, right? So it's, it's getting to that breaking point where you have that light bulb moment, that breakthrough, that moment of, you know what, I need to get honest with myself that I don't know what I don't know. And I probably can't solve my problem because I haven't done it yet. And if I could, I would have done it probably a long time ago. It's getting out of that rat race and not spinning your wheels. People need to know that you exist. They need to know you have a solution. It's a disservice to have a skill set and to not share it. Um, and that that is part of selling. That is sharing that skill set every day of your life. So I hope this was helpful. It's a little bit different than normal, but it's so important. It's more important than any of the strategy that I'm going to teach you in this in this podcast or in my Facebook group or anywhere on social media, right? If you're a client of mine, there's nothing more important. And you probably know this because we work on this constantly, but there's nothing more important than understanding sales on a human behavior, sales psychology level. You have to understand your strategy is not changing science. Your strategy, all the strategy in the world is not going to change how science works. Sales is all about human behavior. It's all sales psychology. It's, it's psychological. It's emotional. It's all about how the human brain works. And if you don't understand that, if you don't get that, then selling for you is going to be very difficult. Unless you just copy paste everybody else's stuff and you really try to just, you know, even that's not going to work. You have to learn the skill set. Okay. So I really wanted today to just be kind of a, an episode on just these little mindset hacks um, for your business. And I want you to just, like I always tell you guys, just do a self-audit. Just t do a check-in for a second. Step back. Take a pause after this. Don't just jump to the next thing. Don't just erase it like it never happened and move on with your life and keep doing the same shit that isn't working for you. Stop for a minute and like take this in and go think on it, journal on it, run on it, sing on it, dance on it. I don't care how you do it, but like, Take it in, lean in a little bit, take a second, zoom out and really do an audit of, you know, this is 2022. What are you going to do different this year to get what you want? And how much do you really want what you say you want? Because I can tell you right now, most people are very infatuated with what they want, but they don't want it enough to do what it takes to get it. And you have to be honest with yourself if you're willing to do the work, all of the work, no matter what, that is required to run a successful, sustainable, profitable business. And if you're not, that's okay. But I would admit that to yourself now and I'd figure out what your next career move is because if you're not willing to do the work, you're not getting the results. There's no shortcut. There's no working around it. There's no cut in a corner and there's no exception to the rule. You don't get to cut it all out, the hard work and everybody else had to do it. It just doesn't work like that, right? So you're all in or you're all out. There's not like a one foot in, one foot out um, if you want to have a successful, sustainable, profitable business. 
All right, I'm really curious your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear from you guys. Let me know your thoughts, um, you know, depending on how you're listening and tuning into this. Hit reply to the email, drop a comment below. Hit me up in the DMs. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your takeaways, and, you know, what you think resonated the most with you and what your next step is going to be to change the situation. All right, guys, see you soon.